you remember planning your wedding? Are you planning it right now and thinking, why is this so stressful? You're not alone. With budgets to juggle, big plans to make, and friends and family to keep happy, wedding planning has become less about fun and more about work. Wedded Wellness is here to provide health and wellness tools to ease your stress and create routines that enable you to remain calm and strong on your big day and beyond. Because stress will always be with us. And what better than to cultivate wellness and identify your best self as you move into any stage of life. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in this week. I'm Ashley Sondergaard, your host of the Wedded Wellness Podcast, and happy quarantine everyone. I hope you're, you're staying well. Um, yeah, lots happening, so I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. I learned this week that um, podcast listening is down quite a bit, which really surprised me because I'm like, we're at home, right? We have time to do this. <laughs> um, but because our routines are so much different, right now, you know, we're not driving to work or going to the gym. Um, yeah, people are just not listening as much, which means that those of you that are showing up and you're tuning in and you're supporting this this show every week by listening. You're the most supportive, most engaged audience members out there. So thank you directly to you for tuning in, for listening. I appreciate it so, so much. Yeah, I love doing this show and I hope it's it's beneficial to you right now and, and always. Um, okay, let's get to our episode this week. So Rachel Michael of Reflex Style is our guest this week. And I we met Rachel kind of before all of this quarantine action started to happen. And now is the perfect time to be thinking about this. Um, So Rachel breaks down personal style. She's a personal style coach. And she talks about cleaning out your closet, how we can do that, you know, with intentionality, um, the steps that are needed so that it feels easeful. She talks about shopping your closet. She talks about sales, basically self-care via personal style right now. And we all know that self-care is different for everyone. So maybe for you, it is getting dressed. Maybe for you, it's still wearing your sweatpants every day, but like putting a little makeup or cleaning out your closet. All of these opportunities to um, invest in ourselves in a unique way. It's it's all self-care. So I'm so grateful for Rachel for talking about this. Um, in the episode show notes is a link to her uh, guide to cleaning out your closet. Give it a look after this episode because it's so helpful um, and it's just kind of a fun practice to organize and, and spring clean a little. Before we get to the episode, I just want to remind you that we have free yoga classes or I am hosting free yoga classes um, three times a week right now on Zoom. I'd love to be able to share that time with you. They're on Monday at 5 o'clock Central Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, Tuesday and Thursday at 1 o'clock Central Time. Free yoga. Check it out on my Instagram to learn more. All right, let's get to our episode with Rachel. Hey, listeners, welcome into the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Ashley here, and I'm chatting today with Rachel Michael of Reflect Style. I am so glad that she's chatting with us today. Thanks for being on here, Rachel. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, so, Rachel, what do, what do you, what's your title? Like, what do you call yourself? A personal stylist? Um, style coach, actually. Style coach. I like that Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because we all have style, right? And you're just there to like help us figure it out. 
Yeah, absolutely. You actually hit the nail on the head. Everyone has style. So even people who say like, I'm not stylish or I just, I don't know how to put things together. Like everyone has style because style is how you put things together as an individual. That's what style is. Um, so if you wear clothes, <laughs> you have style. Um, and I just help people figure out kind of how to get out of their own way or get rid of some of the beliefs that hold them back around style so they can have fun with it. They can love what they wear and they can feel good in what they wear. And that's like, like perfect timing as we're, you know, we might be wearing, like we can still be comfy casual and like have style, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. So tell us about your business, how you got into this, you know, what it is that, that you do, um, you know, regularly not, you know, now is a weird time, but like you've, (laughs) you've been doing this for a long time. So you've lots of experience. Yeah. So um, my business is offering a lot of the same things um, you might see from a personal stylist. It just takes a little bit of a coaching lens through it. So I do closet cleanouts. I I call them uh, wardrobe cleanses um, because it's like, you know, a little cleanse for your closet to get rid of the riffraff um, and have a really healthy organized closet. And then I do shopping experiences. I really love taking women shopping and helping them find pieces they love and being there with them in person to kind of show them how to do that. And I do style sessions, which are also some of my favorite things to do because I get to help people create their own unique look and give them the tips that they can use to continue creating it going forward. So instead of you know, me just creating outfits for them, I like to teach them how to do it for themselves um, so that they'll feel really good about having that knowledge um, as well. And I, it's funny when people ask me, you know, how did you get started with this? How did you get into this? It's always like, well, let me go back to when I was, you know, five years old, because it just seems like (laughs) from such a young age of just, this is what I've like loved. Um, Obviously that would be a very long story, but suffice it to say that style and clothes have always been just a huge love of mine. Um, I was supposed to go to fashion college actually, and I changed my mind at the last minute. And I decided to do public relations because I wanted something that would be a little more certain, if you will, for a career. And so I had gone into public relations and event planning and doing a lot of corporate things. And I um, got the opportunity to be a stylist for Stitch Fix um, about five, six years ago now. And um, I was so thrilled because I was like, oh, this is what I love to do. And it was just a part-time job, but it gave me a lot of really good experience. Um, And I actually eventually became a lead with Stitch Fix. And so I led a team of stylists. So I was getting to teach other stylists how to um, help women feel and men feel really good in what they wear and how to even create an even better styling experience. So as I was kind of doing that, I was realizing like, this is just what I need to do. Like, why have I not been doing this? <laughs> you know, it was just yeah. kind of like moments. And I actually remember I was in a store with a friend of mine um, and I was helping her pick out an outfit. She was going to um, a local opera in St. Paul and I was helping her pick out something to wear. And I love putting together outfits for people and I helped her find this amazing outfit. It was like a beautiful um, midi skirt. It was like white with a watercolor floral abstract print and it had a little uh, fullness to it. And she had a beautiful silk black top with it. And then I pulled these little booties for her to give it a little bit of an edge, these sleek black booties um, and a really kind of chunky, cool bracelet. And she just felt so amazing in it. And I was just like, I got this huge thrill <laughs> from it. I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, look how good she feels. And it just occurred to me like, why am I not doing this for a career? Like, Why am I not doing this every day if I love it so much and it comes so natural and I can help others? Um, so that's where I got the idea that this like, I should just do this. I need to create a business and I need to just do this. 
Um, so that's kind of how it all started. I love that. Oh, that's like giving me life right now. Thinking about going <laughs> shopping. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I don't even really like shopping. That just sounds really nice. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I miss it a lot. <laughs> so will, t- will you talk about like what a shopping experience looks like with you? Like, do does your client pick out the stores or do you give suggestions or like, what does that look like? Yeah. So actually I do pre-shopping for my clients. So um, rather than have them follow me around, you know, which is kind of like, I love shopping. I could shop for hours, but not everybody does. It can be a really fatiguing and frustrating experience for a lot of women. So I go ahead of time and I spend typically about two hours pulling pieces. So I like to go to like a mall where there's a lot of different stores and I'll pull a bunch of pieces that I think will work for them. So we go from store to store. So we're not tied to one certain store and we try on the looks. And then as I'm seeing her try them on, I, I can get her reactions, how she's feeling in them, loves this, doesn't love that. I can switch sizes for her right away without her ever leaving the dressing room. I pull new pieces as we go to, just as I like understand as we're talking back and forth what she likes or doesn't. Um, so that's typically how a shopping experience goes. So it's really like all about the try on, about having someone there who can give you that expert advice, be that objective mirror for you, if you will, and just make it a really fun, um, almost like kind of indulgent self-care experience because you get this like person who's just, you know, at your whim. And that's what I really love about it too, is it it feels really good. It feels like a self-care time. Yeah, it totally does because you need clothes. I mean, whatever it is that you're, you're prepping for, if you just like want a little refresh in your, in your closet. And if it's a, if it's normally kind of a stressful experience, this could be totally different, make it actually really fun. Yes. Yes. And try like totally new things. And that's what I think is the best is the women will walk away just super excited. Like I never would have put this together myself, but they feel so good. And like, it just is like a little added excitement to their day, right. To be like, Oh, I get to wear this outfit tomorrow. And it's super exciting. Um, so that also is really, really fun to see and just feels really good to create that good experience for someone. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So now we're in, you know, kind of a different situation. Like the financial climate has changed a lot. We are bound to our homes. But this is why, like, it was perfect timing that we kind of came together for this episode because I know I could use like a little, I don't know, positivity in my presentation of myself right now. (laughs) But I'm also on a budget, right? Like I I don't, I got to be careful. We all got to be careful right now about what we're spending. So talk about self-care at home right now through the lens of style, shopping your own closet, organizing. I feel like you've got all the info on this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. You bring up such a good topic right now too. And I, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just do what's right for you right now. You know, there's so many like, you know, you should dress this way. You should dress that way, you know, do this to get extra, you know, productivity in your day and things. But I think it's all about like, where are you right now and what do you need and how do you want to feel? So that's like the big thing for me. And I think about, um, I did a blog post on this actually, but instead of dressing for your day, which is the common phrase, and that's like kind of a new dress code at work, dress for your day. Well, your day is like not going anywhere, right? (laughs) So there's not, it's like, you're going to dress in pajamas. That's your day. Um, But I think it's more dress for your desire or like how you want to feel. So if you want to feel really motivated and really productive, if like that's what you want to achieve with your day, then I would say like, get dressed, you know, put on your makeup if that's your part of your normal routine, do your hair, et cetera. Put on an outfit as if you were going into your office um, and and just like really help yourself feel that motivation. That's a really good way to do that. Um, Another tip I have is to wear your shoes all day inside. Oh, why? Tell me more. Yeah. So if you think about it, 
when you're not wearing your shoes, when is it? It's, you know, at night when you're sleeping, it's when you're getting comfy in your house. When you go over to someone else's house, you take off your shoes to feel at home. If it's like a good friend, family, whatever. So it's like a way to relax. So if you think about the flip side of that, if you put on your shoes, you are typically what you're putting on sneakers to go work out. You are, uh, you know, putting on shoes. You can go run errands, go to the bank, the grocery store. You're putting on shoes to go to work, which you keep them on all day at work. Maybe um, most people do. So if you put them on at home, it's like you're signaling to your brain, like you have things to do, like you're, you need to get stuff done. Oh, I love that idea. I'm literally always barefoot. So like this yeah. is, that is a little mindset shift. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like you have to, you know, put on a stiletto or something, but um, you could put on like a little sandal, a slide, a mule, whatever, and just wear it and just see if it changes your day. I, I use it when I want, like, I don't do it all the time, but when I want some definite motivation and I know like I'm in a mindset where I'd rather, you know, go binge watch a Netflix TV show, um, I do that and it really helps. So um, for those of us, okay, like we've got, we're dressing, we want to feel, which I think yes. is, is smart. I want to feel comfortable, but I also want to, like, I love to wear my brand colors every day. Oh, I love that. Cause they're like a good reminder that, okay, no, I'm still working on this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I still have some, some goals. Um, lots of goals. <laughs> And, you know, I, my kids are a little harder to like get them to actually get dressed, but even when they do put on clothes, I notice that they're, well, they're not naked, but they're like when they're not wearing their pajamas, um, they're, I don't know, they're like better listeners. <laughs> Is that weird? Like, yeah. I don't think so because, you know, they have to wear clothes to go to school, but it, they probably wear pajamas on like Saturdays when they're just having fun and watching cartoons. And like, I think it totally can subconsciously impact, um, people's attitudes or mindsets, whether you're an adult or a child. So I don't right. think that's crazy at all. Yeah. And I think you chose your brand colors probably because you love them, right? They like feel like you. It's part of your brand, your company. So I think wearing them is also really smart, not just for motivation, but just like it's something you love. So it's like a good thing for you to wear. Um, so I think that's really smart too. I I want to dress when I want to dress for comfort, like that's a feeling I want. And I think right now, especially there's sometimes a lot of panic or anxiety or fears. So like that might be a feeling that someone wants to have during the day is I want to be comfortable. I want to feel comforted. Um, so dressing in like soft leggings and a super cozy cardigan. I mean, that's like dressing how you want to feel that day, right? You want to be wrapped up in comfort. So again, I think there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, do what's right for you right now. It's just thinking about what do you need today? You know? Yeah. And you know, in comfort doesn't mean that you have to be like sloppy. I think that's like a preconceived notion of like, oh, yeah. we're in our sweatpants or whatever. Um, joggers are really cute. And like <laughs> putting your hair up and, you know, a cute little yeah. fun and putting on a little makeup. Like for me, I'm, I look, I look good. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I agree. Um, and I think too, like fabrications, you know, so like super soft fabrications can still be stylish and it's just the softness of it that feels comfortable. Um, like brushed knit comes to mind. That's a, a newer fabrication. And it's super, super soft and you can get it at any price point, you know, whether super luxurious or a very affordable price point. Um, and it's just, you look for that description, whether you're online shopping now, or if you get out to Target for groceries and can stop by the clothing section um, and just putting something on that's in a brush knit fabrication is like, oh, it's so soft and cozy. So even oh, little things like that. That yeah. sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> My leggings drawer, my yoga pants drawer is just like ridiculously overflowing, but you know, that's, uh, that's what I do. 
yeah, and I think that's great. Oh, you know, like some days I wear my workout clothes, I put them on in the morning because I'm going to work out at night. And it's just, I have the freedom to do that right now, right? So why not? Now I know like I can easily get a workout in because I have my workout clothes on, I'm motivated <laughs> and I don't have to like change, you know, so. Yeah. In a past life, I used to wear like suits. I mean, what, what was that life? Like I think about this now and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where like a blazer is in my house. This is hilarious. <laughs> so funny that you should say that because I also, that's full on suits. Well, I did have to wear a couple of suits. I worked at a very, uh, very corporate place before I went over to Stitch Fix and I don't like corporate attire personally. Like it just doesn't feel like me. Of course I, I did that to go along with the dress code. Um, but I remember like I just did, a, just did a post on this on my Instagram because I like threw out all my blazers as soon as I left there, you know, I'm like, no blazers, no trousers. Like I don't need those anymore. And I just had the other day before all this started was shopping and found a blazer that I loved. And I was so surprised because I thought no more blazers, never again. Um, but I found this light pink, awesome blazer and I like love it, you know? So it's just kind of funny, like how different things can be different to us at different times of our lives. Yeah. That's actually, that's a good point. Cause I think that brings me to my next question. Next question is, so a lot of us are, we got the time we're doing some spring cleaning, cleaning out the closet, but also, I mean, it's sort of like we're shopping our closet too, right? Like we're revisiting yeah. what we have, how to put things together. You sent me this awesome guide for cleaning out your closet, which I will um, share for listeners so that they can use that as well. But can you just kind of talk through that process of cleaning out your closet, shopping, using the things that you have? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I put together that guide just because I thought now is the perfect time. Like some of those projects we've been putting off um, when we're busy or um, have other things going on. Now we have time and, and time to do extra things. So it's a good time to look at our closets again um, and clean them out. And the, the guide is just my process. So it's what I take every client through. Um, so it really is a really good conclusive guide to walk through everything. Um, of course, the very first part of it is you start pulling out your pieces. Um, and I recommend one section at a time. So I know there's a lot of advice out there, Marie Kondo, where you dump everything <laughs> onto the bed in the middle of the room. I've done that. It's, I mean, it's great, but also it's very, it takes out so much time. Holy yes. buckets. And it's overwhelming. Like you see all that stuff and it's like, oh my gosh, now I have to go through all this and it can feel so daunting. Um, so I always say, just do one section at a time. And that can be like, you start with your sleeveless tops or your jeans or your dresses. And you just go through that one section at a time. Um, also it's good if you, you know, if you have kids or you get interrupted, you're not like, oh shoot, now I have all these clothes on my bed and I can't sleep tonight. You know, right? <laughs> um, you can come back to it if you need to. So you can also break it up if it starts to feel a little, a little exhausting. Um, so I would say pull pieces out one section at a time. And then the next step is to make a decision on them. So a yes, a no, or a maybe. Um, and I have a couple of tips on my guide and a lot of questions for how to decide and some things to ask yourself when making that decision. Um, a, a really helpful tip is that if it isn't immediately a yes, it's almost always a no. So that's been my experience with clients. So it's just really good to keep in mind that if you're hemming or hawing or not sure, it's probably a no um, instead of a yes. Yeah. I, that I totally resonate with that. That's so true. If I always say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's explicit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I should have that in my guide. Um, but yeah, that's such a great way to look at it. Um, and then also thinking about like how you feel when you pick up a piece. So again, this is kind of that like mindset coaching aspect, but like think about when you pick up a piece, do you get really excited? Do you feel happy? Are you like 
uh, I don't know. You're like, eh, or you're like, this piece stresses me out. I'm not really sure what to do with it. <laughs> um, just pay attention to how you feel and that can lead you to a decision as well. Um, or like, think about, is this a piece that you put on all the time because you think you're going to wear it? And then for some reason you take it off and hang it back up and wear something else. Hmm. So that is a very, very common thing that people have where they might not like the way they look in it or something happens where they keep thinking they'll wear it, but it never actually comes to fruition. So that's a good piece to get rid of. Um, and then, you know, if you were in a store today, would you buy it? So if you're going to go pay for this, I mean, would you do that? Would you invest in it again? That's so true. I, ugh, that's such a good question. Like I'll yeah. ask myself that question, even when shopping or like online, like yeah. would I, if I, usually it's at more of an expensive store or something like Nordstrom yeah. or Anthropology or something. And I see something and I love it, but I'm like, would I buy this? at Target. Could I buy it at Target? Oh, <laughs> Good great question. question. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's a smart idea to bring it to your closet. Like, would you, would I buy this right now? Yeah. yeah I love that. That's like a good way to like test out, is this really what I love right now? Or am I just holding on to it? Cause I've always had it. Like those are the pieces that are hardest to let go of, or maybe you used to wear it a ton, but you don't wear it anymore, but it's still in your mind as like a go-to piece or a favorite piece. Um, for that reason, even if maybe it's better off if you let it go. And then once you decide, um, you have to put all those pieces somewhere. So put back the yes pieces is the next step. And I actually have three different places you can put um, yes pieces. So your closet, obviously, um, or a treasure chest. So those are for sentimental pieces that you have a really hard time giving up, but you don't actually wear them. Um, maybe it is like, you know, something you wore to an engagement party. Um, but maybe you don't wear it anymore, or maybe you landed an amazing job in this power suit. So it has like a sentimental kind of memory attached to it where it's hard to get rid of. Um, and, or it's some piece you want to keep for your children one day, you know, anything like that, that's hanging up in the closet to say yes to keep it, but it doesn't need to be taking up space in your closet. So put it in, you know, maybe an airtight, um, kind of storage box as your treasure chest. Um, and then the out of sight box, which I'll get into, um, when we come to how to handle maybes, but that's a good place if you're keeping something, but not sure about it to store it. Um, and then when you put things back, organize them. So this is the part where I sometimes kind of freak people out because I like closets so organized, but it is so helpful to have an organized closet. Um, I think about in the mornings when you are going to get dressed, even if you're not going anywhere for that day, right? We all have to step into our closet and pick pieces to wear that morning. Um, it's a difference between rifling through a bunch of clothes, trying to figure out that one piece you have in your mind that you cannot find and feeling totally frustrated or finally finding it and it had fallen to the floor and it's so wrinkled and you can't wear it and you just start all over again thinking of what else to wear. Um, having an organized closet is like just, you have those three minutes in the morning easily pick out what you need and can go and you start your morning off on a much better foot um, than if you're looking through a kind of mishmash closet. So, so true. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah, it is. It actually has a big impact. It sounds kind of, you know, silly now when you think about like, this is just a few minutes I'm spending in there, but actually it can be really impactful to be able to easily find something versus just staring into a cluttered, you know, kind of overwhelming closet. It's like decision fatigue. I mean, we have so yeah. many decisions every day that the energetics around just having ease right away in the morning to me feels really, I don't know, yeah. freeing, like one less thing to make a decision about. Yeah, absolutely. And I always even encourage 
um, women when they're getting dressed in the morning, even those three minutes like might be like your peaceful time for the day, <laughs> especially now if you have kids at home. Um, so like taking that time to just like three minutes of just totally present in the moment, picking out what you're wearing in a closet that is organized and calm um, and just having that, that moment to yourself, that peaceful moment. Um, so how I like to organize it to get that calm is putting things in item types. So dresses go with dresses, you know, jeans with jeans, pants with pants, tops with tops. Um, I like to sort them by sleeves then. So you go, all of your tops are sleeveless, short sleeve, and then three quarter and long sleeve together. Same with your dresses. Um, and putting your sweaters in a different space than your like tops, tees, blouses, that kind of thing. And then doing them by color also. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like following, getting yeah. so excited now. Like I'm in my bedroom looking at my closet. Like, oh, okay. This afternoon. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So excited. You should definitely do that. Yeah. It makes such a huge difference. Just going from light to dark. I follow the rainbow, you know, Roy G. Biv, the red, orange, yellow, um, green, blue, violet, but, um, following that light to dark and doing that within each category. And it makes a huge difference because when you think about going to get dressed in the morning, you think about, okay, I know today I want to wear a t-shirt. Now you know exactly where all of your short sleeve tops are. And you might even be thinking like, you look over there and be like, oh yeah, I wanna wear blue today. And all your blue tops are together and you pick a blue top. Um, it just, again, like you're talking about the decision fatigue, it just makes it so much easier. And it's a small thing, but it, it's so helpful to do it like that. Um, and even to think about real estate, like where you put things back. So like for me, I have all of my workout clothes and my hoodies in the corner of my closet that's the least accessible because I wear them, but they're not like what I'm going to go grab in the morning, maybe if I'm going somewhere. So I have like, I usually wear a statement top of some sort. So all my tops are front and center, right? When I walk into my closet, but that's what I wear the most. That's where it gets my most valuable real estate. So I think even thinking through like, where are those harder to get to places in your closet and what can go there that you wear less of? Um, quick question before yeah. we get to the next step. So when, maybe I'll get to this, when you're getting rid of stuff, where are you bringing it right now? Do you have any suggestions on what people yes. should be doing with their stuff? Yes. Yes. And that's perfect. That is the next step is sort the nose. So your next step is, do I do consignment or donation? And then your question, what do I do right now when nothing's open, which is a great question. Um, so I always suggest if you're going to donate it, that maybe are your pieces that are in good condition, but not great condition, or they're like a lower end item, like a target brand or something like that, or better to donate. Um, you'll get really more of your return on investment when you think about consignment for pieces that are in great condition, like brand new condition, or are a little bit of higher end um, brands. So right now, there are a couple places online, some thrift stores online that would be good to use. So ThreadUp is a big one. Um, they are an online thrift store. And so they're great for any level of brand. Um, and you can fill out a little form online and they will send you a clean out kit. And then you just put all your clothes in that and you can leave it for your mail carrier, depending on the size, they'll walk you through that. Or you can drop it off at like a UPS or a FedEx. Um, so you can still um, give to the, the thrift stores that way. And then another one you can do is the Real Real. Um, oh, yes. I've yeah. Heard of this. So they, it's a really cool um, place for designer brands. And they do a free UPS pickup. So if you're looking to consign, you still can. Um, and you can go on their website, fill things out. It's super easy. And I think it's awesome that they just pick things up that you set it outside because especially right now, social distancing, I mean, you know, that's like the safest way to do it and to still mm -hmm. be able to do it. And maybe that return on investment right now, getting a little bit of that money is, is going to be helpful for some people. That's awesome. I've done thread up before. 
And I think it's you're you're so smart to say that like they have to be in pretty good condition. Like if you're consigning at all, things need yeah. to be in like very new condition and like relatively nice um yeah. brands otherwise it's just not worth your time getting there yeah. doing all that work yeah yeah because they're not going to accept it um something i think about too is seasonality so something i recommend to my clients is um if they're cleaning out their closet at the end of a season hold on to some of those seasonal pieces until next year um, because right now if you're trying to get rid of sweaters there's not a lot of consignment stores that would take them because people aren't going to be looking for sweaters. They're going to be looking for the summer tops and the spring pieces. So um, you would probably not get anything in return for, for winter items right now. But if you take it to them in the fall, you will get a return on investment. So if you really want to, um, if you have the space to store things and you really want to um, be strategic about it, think about the season as well. Do you like Poshmark? Um, you know, I... I like Poshmark. I think you can find great deals on there. I think the amount of work involved is just a little bit tougher than selling and all the pictures yes. and everything. You have to yeah. upload your pictures and sell and mail things to people. So I think it can be a little bit more work, um, which is fine if, if like you have the time and the space to do that. Absolutely. It can be a great place to use. Um, but if you're looking for like, I just want to get my things out of here and I don't want to have to post a bunch of pictures online and mail things individually to people and take on all of that work, then something like ThreadUp or The Real Real is going to be a, a much better option. A lot easier. I yeah. think Poshmark is super great for um, athletic wear. So if you're selling mm -hmm. like relatively nice Lululemon items, they yeah. go like flipping hotcakes. They go so fast. That's like all that I sell on there because I have a lot yeah. of um, but you're so right. Like it's a lot of work. Um, and for the other, you know, other items, like getting rid of it all at once, those other brands are super smart. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, great question. And good point on Poshmark. Yeah. Um, but the next stuff was maybe. So I just want to talk about the Ida site box out of site box for a minute. Um, the maybe pieces are those pieces that you just don't know and you cannot make a decision on. <laughs> um, and we all have those when we go through a closet, everyone does. And it feels almost like anxiety producing to get rid of them, even if you don't wear them for whatever reason. So I always suggest an out of sight box. So it could be like a plastic storage container, typically is what I recommend oh, yeah. um, from Target, you know, or wherever. And just putting them in that box and then putting them out of sight, under the bed, in a storage room, wherever that may be for you. And then probably what you'll realize, like 99% of the time, um, you forget about them. <laughs> so you don't, don't notice they're gone. You totally forget about them. And two months later, you could easily donate them and it's not a stressful thing anymore. Um, so if you're really like having a hard time deciding something, put it in that out of sight box. See how you do without it. And you may, you know, get to your decision that way. So what if you, okay, you forget about it. This happens to me a lot. I'll forget about yeah. it, but then I'll reopen that box and be like, yes, I found it. Is that okay still? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Heck yeah. If you have that reaction, I would say, yeah. And then you actually are going to wear it. Like maybe yeah. you just needed a little space and a little break, <laughs> right? right? And then you still love it and you can totally do that. And that's okay. I mean, the end goal is like, you're going to have things that you love. So if you see that out of sight box and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, I love this. Yeah. I do want to wear this then wear it by all means. Right. That's it. Now, you know, for sure. So. Okay. Love yeah, that. absolutely. No rules. There's no rules. There are no rules. No, rules. <laughs> no rules in quarantine, except for <laughs> social distancing. Yeah, exactly. Don't leave your house. <laughs> okay, there are those rules. Please social distance. Pretty specific rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. 
Are those all the steps? Did we get them all or did I cut um, you off? <laughs> yeah, no, just the very last one, which is a maintain, uh, maintain your closet. So just come up with a strategy that works for you on how you'll maintain it going forward. And I give several ideas in my guide from cleaning it out seasonally to doing it in bite-sized chunks. So every month you clean out one section, maybe one month it's your shoes, one month it's your jeans, et cetera. Um, and then one in, one out, which is actually a really tough rule. You have to have good discipline to do this, but you buy one thing, you take one thing out. Um, so you're always keeping your closet at the same size and organized. Um, and you can do the backward hanger trick. So turn all of your hangers backwards. And then as you wear things, put them back on the right way. And then you'll know in six months time what you've worn and what you haven't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget about that trick. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people forget about that one, but it can be really helpful, especially if you're someone who thinks you'll wear something or you like, you know, kind of that like, um, perspective of like, no, I think I wear that a lot, but really it's been six months and, and you, you know, feel like it was yesterday. It's really helpful to bring perspective to that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a little self-study here. <laughs> yeah. You know, just bringing awareness, right? That's awesome. Oh, I love this. Thank you, Rachel. I cannot yeah. wait to do this. And yeah, everyone's doing some spring cleaning, but it's hard. I just like sometimes it's hard to know where to start, like, yeah. especially with your clothes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where like the sections can be helpful. Just start with one section, right? It's like, like taking things one day at a time, <laughs> take things one section at a time. Um, and just, and just go from there and just do what you can, right? You don't have to have this major transformation. Just do what you can get it a little organized, do what works for you. Um, and what feels good. Mm -hmm. This is a super helpful practice. You know, a lot of our listeners are engaged or newly married. And so if you're, moving into a new house and you want to go through this whole practice, like yeah. before you move, it's feels so much better to do it then than after you've moved and you're bringing in, you're like, why do I have this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just house. moved all, yeah. You just moved all of that. And you're like, oh shoot, I could have gotten rid of two boxes of stuff that I just moved. Um, yeah. So it's always helpful to do beforehand. Um, and I think too, to even like when you're organizing your closet, maybe before you move in uh, with your partner and you can really see like what, what's valuable real estate to you? Where do you need things? How do you like them organized? And you kind of go into um, combining your closets with that information. It can be really helpful um, just to know like what you need and want from a closet, which sounds kind of silly. It's a small area, but um, it can be like a, a, a clashing area as well. If you if you have a smaller closet space or something like that, that you're both sharing. So knowing like, okay, you can have this section of the closet because I actually really want this like, the space of the closet, you know, like when my husband and I moved into our house now, it's a long closet, like long and wide, I would say. Um, and I was like, okay, I really need like, you know me, I love my clothes. So can I have like the, the prime real estate? And can I give you this? Because you know, your suits can go back there that you never ever wear because he's an auto mechanic um, that you only wear for weddings, right? So like, that's like the super unfriendly space back there. Like, can you have that? And like, this will be important to me. Um, it's just a helpful thing to do. Oh, so the other thing I wanted Rachel to talk about, um, it's a kind of a flip side of this. It's bringing, you know, some new stuff in is that, yes, like this is a very interesting time in the financial world, but a lot of people are still working super hard. Um, a lot of you are medical professionals or you're, you know, you're just you're busting your butt right now and you want to treat yourself a little bit. And there's so yeah. many good sales right now yeah. um, because everyone's just kind of trying to stay afloat. So mm -hmm. what sales are you seeing? Like, where should we be shopping if we're in a position to spend a little bit of money right now? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you brought that up because there are so many people who are working extra hard, whether it's, you know, people for our health and safety, like nurses and doctors or, you know, people who are dealing with financial jobs where the stock market is crazy and they're just under a lot of stress. So, um, which, you know, thank you to all the doctors and nurses doing everything for us that they can who absolutely deserve to treat themselves. Um, and I, there are so many sales going on right now. So this is super exciting. This is why it's so hard for me as I'm looking online. I'm like, oh, I should be, I should be saving, but look at all these sales. Uh, <laughs> technically a saving, right? Because you're saving money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, there's a lot, and there's a lot along all price points too, which is really nice. So, um, you know, if someone wants to splurge on like some higher end brands right now, like Rebecca Minkoff has um, great sales going on, I think 30% off of everything, which is pretty good for her amazing clothes and purses. Um, Moda Operandi, so that is a website that kind of pulls together a bunch of high-end designers, and they have really cool pieces, and they're doing 20% off right now. there are also a lot of these companies are doing um, charitable efforts as well. So like they're donating a portion of profits to, you know, the COVID-19 charities or they're, you know, allocating part of their manufacturing to making face masks. So a lot of them are doing like things to really help as well, which is nice. So when you're spending, you know, you're also supporting. Um, so just a little added bonus too. Um, and, you know, some of the lower end ones, like Lulu's is an online um, store and they have like all these sales happening all the time. They just had buy two, get one free, any price items. So, I mean, like that's a really great sale. <gasps> I like that out. website. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And they're constantly, it's like their sales last for probably five days at a time, but like then they have a new sale going on. So they're doing a lot right now in terms of sales. Um, last call, which is Nordstrom's clearance. Um, is I think you have like 80% off or it's like something crazy where you just like can get these amazing deals on these designer pieces right now. So that is like a really good website to check out. Nordstrom's has been doing 40% off, which is really great because they have so many good brands there. So, I mean, there are just like things happening all across the board. Um, but those are, I've actually created a blog post, which I think you can link for the listeners, but they, I listed all the sales going on right now that I know of um, at some of our you know, favorite brands and stores. Oh, okay. I'm excited to look that. <laughs> yeah. Even though I should be budgeting for sure, but I know. <laughs> it's what I like this. Actually, we did a couple episodes ago, we did a financial planning chat and oh. Shannon, it was really smart. And she had suggested like put things in your cart and leave them yes. there for a little bit, like give it a few days. And if you're, you're still like, you know what, this is important. Then, then it, it's kind of like you said, like if it's out of sight for a little while, like if it's really important, it'll come back into your mind. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, l- I actually do that all the time for myself because I, I like to shop a lot and I could get in a lot of trouble and spend a lot of money. So I do that all the time. Um, but I think it's really great too, not just financially, but also to really help you hone in on what you love. So like have a closet full of things you love and not just impulse buys. Um, and I think it really helps with that too, because if you go back and you're still thinking about it in three days, I mean, you must really love it, you know, so you'll get things that you'll actually be wearing and really love. So I think it's an, it's a really great strategy for that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Rachel, what are you doing right now to just like outside of the clothing space? Cause I feel like you've got that on lockdown. (laughs) What are you doing? No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't even get it. Good one. (laughs) 
what are you doing to stay okay? Like, or what are your self-care practices looking like these days? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's been tough because my business is based on in-person services. And I did that on purpose when I started it because I really love connecting with people in person to, to have these style experiences. Um, so it's been tough. So um, obviously I haven't had any of those lately. So I've had a lot of downtime and um, I've just really been trying to work on strengthening myself mentally. And so that's a lot of self-care practice. Um, it's reading a lot of books. I always read a lot of books anyway, but um, that's been really helping right now. Um, I used to go to Pilates classes. I can't do that anymore. So I'm searching for new um, activities. So going for walks with my dogs, um, with my husband, going for some runs, like just getting outside is super helpful because I am here in my house all the time, <laughs> as many people can relate to. Um, I do some devotional time in the morning, so that's been really nice for me as well. Um, and just honestly, like I tend to work a lot um, just because I love what I'm doing. So, you know, I, I want to work all the time. So this has been really nice for me to like force myself to slow down and to like learn what I'm enjoying about it and think about like how do I want to keep this slow down when things go back to normal, because I firmly believe they will. Um, whenever that happens, like, how do I want to keep doing this? Like, how can I keep doing this for myself? So I've also been really like thinking about that and just like trying to enjoy the moment because it's, it's a rest time for me, honestly. And so like, just trying to like stay present, enjoy that, appreciate that, appreciate that I can sleep in a little bit, appreciate that I can spend a lot of time with my husband right now, you know, just like the little things that don't happen normally. So um, I think as I'm able to focus like day by day is what's really helping and not think about the future too far in advance. Um, cause that's right. I probably tend to get in trouble and overwhelm myself. Yeah, it's true. If anything is forcing us to be present, it's this yeah. whole experience because we can dwell on the past and get kind of, I don't know, depressed and we can dwell yeah. on the future and get more like anxiety ridden about not knowing what's coming. Yeah. Like, if we just stay here, like you said, just be still, be, give yourself that rest time. Be yeah. Grateful. I mean, we're going to be, we're going to come out on the other end. Yeah. This will end well. We're going to come out on the other end and, you know, just appreciating the time for what it is. Um, is really helping me stay sane. And it doesn't happen every day. Like I'm that perfect, this perfect Zen person over here. <laughs> you know, there are some days where I'm like, man, I'm really stressed out about, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. Um, but I also try to limit how many articles I'm reading or how much news I'm seeing <laughs> because I find looking at too much of that just spins those like anxiety future thinking wheels. So it's like, I just check the news like once a day and that's it. And I don't, don't like to, to, read too much of it. Just what I need to know for my own, you know, safety and health and others. Right. Good for you. It's hard. It's really hard to so stay off of it. Like, but we have to, I mean, like, yes, you like need to know some things, right? Like yeah. stay up to date, but also don't inundate yourself. Cause yeah. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't know, just trying to like stay in the moment, appreciate that I have a little time to rest and a little time to be slower, you know, slow things down in my day, um, work on some things that I had on the back burner um, yeah. So day by day. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. This is fun, Rachel. I'm really, really glad that we got to chat about all this. It was just perfect gosh, timing. Yeah. Thank you so much again for having me. It was really fun to talk to you. How can people find you? Are you doing anything digitally or like, should we wait with anticipation to have you come organize <laughs> our closets or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Um, 
yeah, wait with anticipation. I'll, I'll be back. We'll be back in person with each other, right? Yeah. Um, you can find me online. My website is Reflect That Style. I have a blog there where I'm posting. So that's one way to um, keep in touch with me. I also have an Instagram I'm very active on. So that's Reflect That Style as well as my handle name. Um, and I have the Closet Cleanse Guide. So that's linked in my Instagram right now. Um, if people want to get hold of that. And I am working on some of those downtime things I talked about, um, mindset modules. So um, really talking about style beliefs and activities and working through those. And so those are some things I'm excited about that will be virtual. So um, those things will be coming to life too. Cool. Mindset modules. Into yeah. That. Yeah. Make sure listeners get a, get a hold of that when you, when you release it. That's great. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, Rachel. And I, I hope to see you again in person post um, quarantine. In the meantime, like keep up what you're doing. This is, this is awesome. I love it. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, I appreciate it. I hope to see you. See you anyone soon. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for tuning in today, listeners. If you like what you're hearing, do me a favor. Give the show a quick comment and a rating. And even better, share it with a friend. Tune in um, sooner than later for our next episode. Thanks, everyone.